Hey there, and welcome to the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 120. In this episode, I had the chance to talk with Jen Johnson from Bethel Music. Um, Some really, really good heart stuff in this. And if you are listening to this episode within the first couple weeks that it's out, you have got to head over um, to thechurchcollective.com, hit that events button. If you're in California, we would love for you to come to our third annual conference. We had just an incredible time last year. Looking forward to hundreds of people coming this time. It's free for you and your teams. So yeah, head over to thechurchcollective.com or go to our Facebook page and find the event and let us know you're coming there. Here we go with the Church Collective Podcast, episode number 120. And so um, it was a big undertaking. So for you know, for a lot of years, and still obviously to this day, a big portion of what we do is just encouraging and equipping and you know, sending out and, and helping people um, get going and uh, so that's a big portion of what we do. And so, you know, we're on all the albums, but to be leaders and then also to be really helping people um, and undergirding them, um, we've spent probably more of our time in that that area than developing, you know, the the artists, I guess you call it. I don't like that word. But, sure. <laughs> um, so we've run um, the Bethel Worship Department for, I mean, almost 17 years okay. and a big part of that our world is kind of three-parted we we run the worship department with local church at Bethel and then we also run with uh our best one of our best friends named Joel we run Bethel music and then we also run a, a worship university and so our, our hands are in a lot of different um pools and then we're traveling and and writing so we've got a lot going on but it's it's really fun so we um we just kind of really felt like it was time for us to do something together mm-hmm. that was just us. And um, we'd never done that. We'd done a lot. Brian did an album, an acoustic album, a lot of years ago. And I did a couple little BGVs for it. But to really fully put all of our strength on just us two sure. um, is something that we've never done before. Yeah. So that was really the, the heart behind it. And I think, like, even, you know, we've been married for almost 17 years, and we've been in church for, you know, 30 to 35 years, you know, since we were born, really. And um, Brian's almost 38, so we've just been in the church. We love the church, but just kind of the themes of the songs have come about what God's done in our life. Like, um, as a mention of your name is a song on the album, and, you know, it really came from uh, when I was in the hospital with my, my oldest daughter, who's now 15, um, and, uh, we were, the doctor said we were going to lose her and it was just really touch and go. And I just closed my eyes and I just said, Jesus. And, um, I had this encounter with the Lord and liquid peace filled me and I knew I was going to be okay. And she ended up, uh, even though she had a rough start, you know, she's perfect. Yeah. So, um, just the power of the mention of the name Jesus, you don't have to shout it in just a whisper, you know? So the themes of these songs have really been weaved through our life and with the faithfulness of God. Sure. And so it's kind of this um, journey through our lives in a big way. Um, even though we wrote the, most of the songs this past year or two, the themes and the, the different lines in them are, are kind of from different life experiences. Sure. So that's kind of it. Yeah, cool. You know, for as many years as you and Brian have been leading, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are listening to this that... Um, maybe do worship with their spouse, or do worship ministry with their spouse. Could you speak to maybe kind of what that looks like? How, how have you guys maintained something healthy, especially, you know, with Bethel and everything going on with that? How have you guys 
you know, both like honored your guys' relationship with each other, but then really used it in a way that's like produced incredible fruit in the ministry. I think that, you know, community is such a big aspect of our life and we are really connected and weaved into our community and our friends and our family. We're really close and we have great leaders in our life, leaders in our local church and around the world who not only encourage us, but call us on our junk. And and it just really gives you a safe place that you're not going to get weird. And, you know, that sounds like, oh yeah, that makes, that'd be an obvious, but it's really not in this day and age. We we just see so many people isolated and alienated and kind of doing their own thing. And it's just, you know, the fruit of being connected and under leadership and working through the hard stuff relationally and, you know, I mean, we've been married for almost 17 years, and we we started in marriage counseling before we were married, hmm. and we just haven't stopped marriage counseling. Sure. So, you know, just the whole idea that counseling would have a negative connotation has always just been so stupid to me because hmm. help is awesome, you know? And it's also a humble approach, too. So we've just committed to, no matter what we're going through with work or with personal that we would reach out and get help and really live raw and vulnerable and nothing hidden and so we've gone through highs and lows um but we've done it with with really close friends and great leaders in our life that we're completely open and raw with and the strength of that has just been incredible i mean i can say completely confidently we have always had an amazing marriage but even this last year it's just gone to another level and and grown and kind of like a, a tree's root system, you know, just just gets more massive and, sure. and deeper. And I think that that's just a testimony of being committed to the Lord, being committed to each other, but also living really vulnerable in community, good, bad, and ugly. Sure. That's great. Do you, um, I would love to like pick your brain a little on the practical side. Some of our community was asking like with as many great worship leaders that you have, you know, among your midst, um, what, what does it look like for you just like from a practical scheduling perspective? Like, how do you, how do you guys go about setting up who's leading what? Like, could you maybe speak a little bit to that? Yeah. Um, man, the calendar is, it it runs my life (laughs) in a big way. Um, with all that we've got going on, we have such a huge team and so many wonderful people. Um, Paul McClure is one of our worship leaders on Bethel Music and and locally also, and um, he really helps with the hands-on of the worship that is directly related to Bethel as far as, like, who's leading, and then um, Dominic Chabon, who's our tour manager, he directly uh, runs who's going on tour, and and we just are constantly, we we don't um, do any kind of calendar or scheduling with, oh, I owe it to them, or, sure. you know, we've just asked our whole community to kind of lay that down and just pray for us to just have wisdom to put on who we feel needs to be put on, and maybe that's different in this season than next season, but as a team, we're just really putting our ear to what the Holy Spirit's saying as far as who, what, when, where, and how, sure. and to not put any um, mental or you know, understanding of our own in that, but just to really um, follow him. And he's so beautiful and kind, you know, we, we don't do it perfectly, but we definitely um, just do our best to follow where we feel like God's highlighting sure. and and who he's highlighting and what songs and, and just all of that. So it's it's changing constantly, 
Um, and, you know, there's, a, there's people who aren't with us anymore because, you know, the weight of their anointing, um, you know, it didn't match their character. Hmm. And, you know, so we're completely willing to walk with anyone through anything. Sure. But, you know, you can lead a horse to water, you can't make him drink. So, right. you know, we've had people that aren't with us anymore because of those, you know, different choices. Um, but for the most part, it's been completely beautiful. Yeah. And although it is um, quite the juggling act, sure. um, we feel really happy with what God's done. And our team is just stronger than ever. And it's growing. And it's definitely a, we lean on the Holy Spirit to uh, juggle it all. But sure. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah. You, you mentioned that there's a, you ask everybody to kind of lay down their, their pride in the midst of that. Could you, maybe somebody's listening to this and feeling like, yeah, I've got, you know, a, a lot of people involved, but I'm trying to figure out how to like really lean into the ones that, you know, are, are, are you feel like are like chasing after God. Do you have any advice, yeah. advice for someone that's like, I like everything that she's saying. I have no idea how to get from where I'm at to some semblance of that at my church. Yeah. You know, I think that, um, early on in, in being handed worship, um, locally, you know, we didn't have the record label yet. And, sure. um, we just were sorting it out, but we, we were handed an existed team of really beautiful people. They were wonderful, but you know, a lot of them, they, it just wasn't on them. You know, it wasn't, God wasn't, um, it wasn't their season, if you will. And sure. so we actually had to help people transition out okay. and just really lean on the leading of the Holy spirit, which was pretty emotional. And we had family members on the team and, you know, to really, for us personally, Brian and I just laid down like, God, we'll do whatever you want and we'll bring on or take off or do whatever, including ourselves, um, just to follow and to make sure that um, we're doing what you want us to do. So I think as a leader, submitting to that process and really laying our agenda down and also our fear and pride to go like, we just want to find the songs and the people and what God's doing and just follow that like, you know, Melissa Helser, who's on our our team she has a new song on her album that came out last year called catch the wind yeah. and you know it, it's just this beautiful picture of i just want to follow the holy spirit like lucy followed aslan mm-hmm. in narnia you know yeah. when when no when it didn't make sense and beyond um our understanding so we just ask our team to sign up for that and equally to communicate how they're <laughs> feeling how they're doing which you know that's a mixed bag because that's a lot of emotions and sure. creative people are roller coasters <laughs> including ourselves you right. know but honestly i mean again you know i know we haven't done it perfectly but i feel really confident and happy of um before the lord like when you can lay your head on the pillow and go man that was rough but i knew that i knew that i did what what god asked me to do sure. when we just watch the faithfulness of god over the years just blow our minds as we made those hard decisions, uncomfortable decisions, um, how he's just blown our minds. So it's yeah. worth it. You, you made a, a really good point in there too, that you, you and Brian also have like laid yourself down in that. Um, could you, you speak to that a little bit, especially like I'm thinking like a small church worship leader, there's almost like a, um, an inherent sense of threat. If some, if they're bringing somebody up and they're pretty good, you know, well, what, am, what if am I going to lose my job because someone else is leading and I'm not leading and I'm the I'm yeah. the one in charge? Could you talk to that a little bit? How do you get over that? Yeah, you know, I went through that as a young leader, especially um, years ago. I, you know, being so young and and 
watching all these incredible people come through, you know, yeah. I think I think you're not human if you don't have those moments where you're like, okay, am I giving something away? I'm supposed to keep, you know? <laughs> right. It's, it's definitely a dance. But um, I had um, one of our leaders in my life actually sit me down one time, and um, he just kind of said, you know, I, he was kind about it, but he just said, you know, I, I feel like you're in competition, mm. and I feel like um, with this other leader, and I was like, so mad because I didn't feel like I was, you know, and yeah, and so um, I just closed my eyes on the couch and I just said, God, like, is this true? And instantly I felt like the Lord said, Yes, you you are, but it's it's for authority, it's for a leadership that I've given you that you don't have to compete for. Mm. And it really just silenced this thing in me of what God gives you, no man can take away. Yeah, and. You know, I love the story of David because David's out in the field doing his own thing and they look to anoint a king and they're like, nope, he's not here. He's, out, you know, so God will find you if you're out in the forest under a rock. Yeah. If it's supposed to be your season, God will send the right people to find you and you never have to try to make that happen. You never have to be good enough or you're, you know, even struggling with I'm not good enough. Just stay in your lane and do what God's called you to do and he will get you to where you need to be at the point of time mm. and if not then be okay in the field by yourself doing your deal sure what uh, what does your like your personal even just like just kind of right now what does your personal time with God look like and how is that kind of helping fuel everything that you're talking about for me you know we're um, we're, we're doing the the shebang of, of ministry which is beautiful but we actually really guard family time and, mm. and quiet time and we you know we take Friday and Saturday off every week and yeah. so it really we make sure and really fought for having good downtime um, for me being a mom of three kids and with all the shenanigans <laughs> going on um, late at night and early morning is really my quiet time sure and um, just throughout the day driving in the car you know just when I don't have three wild kids in the car with me, you know, just taking a moment and, and just just being thankful, just saying, God, I, I'm just so thankful, and just yeah. the small affection of the heart. You know, I, I love when my kids, you know, tell me these grandiose, lovely things of how they love me, but, man, I just love it when I'm walking to the kitchen and one of them just comes up and squeezes my legs and just says, I love you, Mom, and runs off, you know? And I think with the Lord, He is such a Father, and it's not necessarily always this quality or quantity of time, it's quality. And so, you know, maybe you have a, a week where you get a lot of quality time with, uh, quantity time with God. Maybe there's, you know, the just short moments in a week, but I think it, God's heart is quality and connection and relationship. Mm. And so I just think, you know, going about the week, just checking in with them and just loving on them. And obviously prayer, what we're praying for is beautiful, but just, Giving God time to speak to you throughout your day and yeah. asking him, what are you saying? I, I love to ask God questions like, God, what do you feel about this? Or what should I say? Or what should I do? You know, sure. he's just such a good father to stay connected to us. So, yeah. yeah. That's cool. I'd love to, I we're kind of running out of time here, but I'd love to hear the, maybe, could you speak a little bit towards your mentoring process? Like, how do you, how do you identify somebody and then kind of what, what do you do with them to help them step into the next level? You know, I, it's really fun because we have a school of ministry at Bethel. And so there's, you know, over 3000 students, um, around the city. And, um, I love to just kind of pop into 
the school and sneak in the back door and just kind of listen to what's happening. And yeah. I remember when Stephanie Frizzell Gressinger was um, in school years ago, and I just popped in and I just told the leader, who's uh, my brother-in-law, I just said, "I want that one." <laughs> <laughs> the, the force is strong with that one. Right. And um, you know, so we're just constantly keeping our ears and eyes open to what God's highlighting and yeah. how He's moving and. Um, so but it's really nice to have a school, and we also have the worship university um, on campus and online. But the on campus, we've gotten a lot of our leaders through there, where it's just really obvious that, that God's um, highlighting, you know, certain ones or certain songs. I mean, Amanda Cook came through uh, the worship school, and she was just this little farm girl from Canada, and she'd done some musical stuff in Canada, but she had this beautiful song, and she played it. Um, for the worship university and it was just like game over this girl and um you know so we're just constantly listening but as far as like mentoring them once we really feel that connect or that something's on them um we have a once a month uh community night at our house usually yeah and um the whole shebang come over it's over a hundred people and um the whole team comes over and um, we ask anyone on Bethel Music to be a part on a weekly basis of local church. So there's not a separate uh, group of Bethel Music and Bethel Worship. Anyone in Bethel Music is a part of the local uh, worship team. So yeah. um, the whole crew come over once a month and we just worship together, pray together. You know, a couple of the team will speak and it's just a really beautiful time sure. that we are, are connected with everybody. And then... Um, about every other month, we have worship leader night at our house, and okay. so just the worship leaders come, and it's real conversational and intimate, and we, you know, just, it's a beautiful time where we're, we're talking into each other's lives, and for me, on a personal level, I just, you know, it's a lot of people that, that we have um, going on, and I just told the Lord, I won't be overwhelmed with the big number, but you just highlight um, who I'm supposed to connect with this week, and I'll take them to coffee, or, you know, tomorrow, I'm there's a BGV that's been on our team for probably 10 years. And tomorrow morning, I'm just, she's been on my heart this week. So I'm taking her coffee and yeah. going to go snuggle her two babies at home, you know? So <laughs> yeah. nothing crazy, but just, just loving on people and relationship and family. Um, it's, it's just kind of the whole, the whole bag of it. Yeah. That's great stuff. That's it for this episode. If you haven't been plugged in yet, we would love to have you over at the community page we have on Facebook. Just head over, look up the Church Collective community. There's a few thousand people in there. Really great discussion. We would love to connect with you, connect you with others, and this is a great way to do that. Hope to see you there.